0: Welcome back to episode 117 of Your Best Year Starts Here, and we're still in lockdown, and um, we've got some different things to talk about this week, haven't we?
1: Oh, we have. Oh, we have. And it is rant time. I'm going to go from motivational speaker to irritational speaker, because I'm really angry.
0: Your Best year. Go on, then why? Tell me. I'm not even
1: hangry because I've eaten, as you can tell, but I'm just angry. I don't know what you listen to during your day because I know you've been busy doing stuff in America and you've been on Zooms and coaching people, but there are times where people are like, we're going to Twitter or to Facebook or LinkedIn. And if you're really ridiculous, you're going to Clubhouse. <laughs> why one. if
0: you're really ridiculous? What's wrong well, with because, Clubhouse? Come
1: on. Uh, there's nothing wrong with Clubhouse, provided you know what you're listening to, who you're listening to, and actually why you're there, and what information is being shared. So, I want to share something to you, Neil, and it will seem a bit preachy, but it's not meant to be. So, I I left school at sixteen. I worked in a finance company for two and a half years. I then went to Israel. I then went to do hotel management, didn't I? became a coach. I'm coaching in a different language. I got some phenomenal girls to, who were in the top 15 in the, in the country. And, and Israel in tennis was phenomenal. I then came back, started a finance company, had venture capital in my business. I then got equity finance, uh, sold some shares, left my own business, started another business again, and then created a speaking business which i've got licensed trained animals zookeepers i've written five books and i've created stuff and i've made money and i've whatever yeah i have made money from selling and peddling coaching stuff to other coaches so they can pedal and coach stuff to other people yeah on the basis of my background is commercial finance and i ran businesses and i was involved in the city i listened on about 15 different rooms And I wanted to find out what these people had actually done to give people advice. Because if you're going to listen to so-called gurus, you kind of want to know what they've actually achieved. Yep. You actually want to know a little bit about their credibility. So, you know, know my background is I, I got trained by Jack Canfield, who is a phenomenal coach, who, who doesn't promote himself that well, and I know you're a big Tony Robbins fan, and not everyone may seem to like him, but he's been around a long time, worked with millions of people. Yep. So whether you like the two of them, so Jack Cameron's much more a storyteller, Tony Robbins is much more of a three-day, four-day live event, and he's got thousands of people, but they've they've done some stuff. Yep. 90% of the people I've been listening to or watching, especially on some of the, whether it's on LinkedIn or on Facebook or now on Clubhouse, I want to know their credibility of what they've actually done in earning some money in running a proper business, or they're just coaching how to be a better coach to coaches that don't have much business. Mm-hmm. And so I'm asking everyone who's listening to this, and even to you, Neil, that you need to be careful who you're listening to because, you know, behind you you've got that phrase attitude intake and movement so you know we, we listen to these high energy speakers we intake their knowledge and then the movement seems to be to buy stuff from them <laughs> In, so i'm always saying to people i mean two things you know If you've read my book, The Impact Code, two things. One, it's complete in itself. You don't need to read the second volume because there isn't. And if you don't like the book, ask for your money back. We won't even ask you to send the book back. We'll just give you your money back because we're that confident. When we do coaching, we do exactly the same thing. And I've got some clients who have three sessions and we deal with the issue. And I've got some clients who I'm part of the family and I'm in their business. I've worked with them for five years. Yep. But I've always offered a 100% money-back guarantee, and the information they're getting is to support them to make their businesses grow. They don't have to subscribe. They don't have to become affiliates. And I'm getting really nervous now that when I look at some of these groups and groupies, that people are getting sucked into these rooms so they get more followers, so they can tell people they've got more followers. I actually want to know what they actually do And see them how they create what they do. And it may seem a rant. And for some people, it may seem a bit of jealousy. You know, but my life kind of works right now. You know, I've been in lockdown nearly a year. I've still earned money this year. Uh, January, February, March, it's going to be upsetting for some people. And my three best months I've had for nearly two years. Because my work's coming in. People are seeing the value I can create, whether it's on WebEx, Teams, Zoom, etc. I've created an online personality assessment tool but I'm actually doing stuff. I'm just curious why people are listening to all these people who are listening to people who are influencers. It's a bit like Instagram with influencers. You know, first of all, they've filtered stuff, you know, and they don't look like that. You know, Cindy Crawford said that great line, even Cindy Crawford doesn't look like Cindy Crawford first. Which wakes up
0: in the morning. morning.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't have a green screen. Somebody asked me, was this a green screen? And I thought that was kind of funny that <laughs> someone thought I could make this as a green screen. You just get me. And people know me. They, a lot of my clients have been to my house. I've run workshops in my house as well as hotels. Because I'm always curious when somebody runs a workshop in a hotel and then makes this story up there, a multi millionaire and the rest. I'm happy for come to see what, where I live, mm-hmm. how I live, et cetera, et cetera. They're probably going to get you know, sat on by Alfie and all the rest, but they're going to see my family. Yep. They come for dinner. They'll see warts and all. I don't do an Instagram picture of me in Dubai with a Rolls Royce behind me that doesn't belong to me. Yep. I haven't just got a helicopter. You know, and in my finance days, I used to helicopter declines, but I never took a picture of me on the front lawn with a helicopter like that was mine.
0: Well, um, the,
1: the, so, so I just want to share that if you're going to listen to gurus, I'd just like you to check a little bit. I'm not going to mention two names, but there was a guy kicked out on Clubhouse last week who has the worst reputation, but he's one of the number one wealth coaches in the world. Yeah, on whose basis? Well, well, that's one thing, but he got kicked out for fraud and something else, and then he's come back in, and people are listening, and he might be phenomenal, Mm -hmm. but I've just read too many reviews and the scams and everything else. So I'm worried for people that they're not actually doing stuff from the first course. You know, focus, uh, finish one course until successful. That's yep. what focus stands for. Yeah. Well, there are millions of courses, and there are millions of gurus out there. I'm nervous for people. So they might be yep. listening to this podcast saying, well, who are these two idiots? <laughs> well, And and they're right, so do some checks. Come and <laughs> see
0: me. I'm happy. Yeah, t- totally. I mean, you know... It's a bit. It's a bit like with with me. You know, you just given a, a brief rundown of your your CV. You know, I mean, I'm a I'm a computer science graduate that found myself in a job staring at screens and realised I was better at dealing with people. Um, very quickly got myself promoted into running a team of people in that same organization left there and became a consultant going around and helping other organizations with a thing that I'd been doing for five years, moved into sales and marketing, got headhunted several times and ended up, you know, my last paid employment for somebody else was running um, the sales and marketing department of a software company with offices in four different countries, you know, flying around the world, negotiating deals and stuff like that. And then accidentally became a sort of internet entrepreneur, not by plan, really. You know, I'd started writing a blog. I had over a million people read it in the first year and a half without running a single ad. And people were like, well, how have you done this? So I started teaching people the things that I'd been doing, um, not even really thinking that it would become a business, only it did. And that led to the award that's on the wall behind me and, you know, various other things. But sometimes it's, it's funny. I, you know, I've been in some rooms on Clubhouse where I've been speaking. And sometimes I forget some of the things that I've done until they come out in conversation. So you know, there's. Um, I was in a room where we were talking about um, sort of using webinars and Facebook Live and stuff like that, and I was saying about some of the biggest lessons that I've learned about doing that kind of, for want of a description, live selling actually came from my couple of stints on the home shopping channels, and people were like didn't know you'd done that because I don't think to tell people I've done some of the things that I have and I'm very aware some of the clubhouse rooms I've been in and I prefer the small rooms not the ones that have what I'm calling clique bait as in you know we're two or three big names and we'll invite our friends to co-host rooms with us like every single day and we'll try and dominate this platform
1: 300 moderators in a room of 400 people
0: yeah it doesn't make sense doesn't make sense but you know I'm preferring the smaller rooms but the interesting thing for me is I've been in rooms with people that I know their background but I also know even if you google them you won't know their background yeah because they're very successful at what they do but they don't necessarily want everyone to know that. And sometimes the people that shout the loudest are the ones that actually have got the least substance behind them. You know, we've all all met those fake gurus that have rented a Bentley for a weekend and taken a bunch of pictures with it, pretending it's their car, or rented a Ferrari, or, you know, taken some fancy Airbnb, or hired a chauffeur for one evening, and then pretended that they own the friggin' Rolls Royce or whatever it is, right? We've all come across those kinds of people. And you're right, There are there are people out there that don't necessarily see through all of that because they've not been around it long enough you know yeah, if you've been in this kind of, of world you, you see it right but but if my you're world, always with this is that they're listening to
1: this yep signing up for the affiliate program yep. to sell something else and they've not actually done a proper course themselves yep so i want people to be aware You know, whatever you're listening to do some of the course and it apply it you know Mm -hmm. the A of my impact code is all about action you know when all is said and done and I've said this thousands of times much more said than done well do something and see if it works and if you're listening to a guru as they call themselves have you actually earned money by doing something or are you hoping to earn money if you sell their programs yeah is, then you become groupies and I get really nervous when I hear about people who've been on Tony Robbins or even Jack Campbell 28 times. Well
0: it's really it's really funny you say that because I was having a conversation with somebody earlier this morning about seminar junkies. You know, because for me, sem- you know, seminar junkie is someone that does, for example, if we take Tony Robbins, they do UPW every single year, they never invest in the higher-level programs where the deeper work is done, and every single year they turn up kind of a little bit frustrated with their life, fired up by the time they leave, but they don't do anything in between, you know, UPW 2020 and UPW 2021 and UPW 2022. They don't do anything in between them to move their life forward. They just show up, they get another kind of Tony fix, feel better about themselves for four or five days, which might carry over for a few weeks after. And that's it. But the down is
1: really hard. Yeah. Because- you're going to come off that high of hugs. And it's even worse now because you're not getting physically connecting your hugs. Yep. And you know, I'm a big hugger. So, you know, you're not getting that fixed. You're just watching. Oh, this will be brilliant. I must try this. I, I just want everyone who's listening to our podcast today to either check us out or to say, I just want to focus on one thing this week. Yep. See it through. Yep. And do one more thing. You yep. know, I, I'm just very nervous. I've just watched... I've been on too many rooms. I've listened to three, four minutes. And I keep hoping someone's going to share a nugget that's actually going to help me do something different. Mm. But all I'm hearing is what they have done and how phenomenal it is that everyone acknowledges what they've done. I want to know some knowledge. Mm. So my rant is over, just for the record. <laughs> but... I, I, I'm, you know, I, 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 I read a new book, and I'm, I'm, reading a new book at the moment with some very clever ideas about noticing people, remembering people, and making people feel welcome by having better interactions. Mm-hmm. Some of the lessons are so, so simple, but they're great reminders. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a lot of research about, you know, the, the neuroscience behind a smile when you actually recognise what someone's done or you notice something. Mm-hmm. So, so it's some interesting stuff. It's not brand new, but I'm not going on a course to find out how to notice people. I reckon sure. I could know that. It's called watching being in the room. Yep. So that's my rant over. I just thought I'd share yep. that.
0: Well, I, I think you know it's kind of the episode over as well, but there's one thing I just want to throw out there, and there's, um, there's a guy that I know in the US, and the advice that he gives to people on a regular basis is you know, every day read something from like a biography or a self-help book, but only read until you learn something. So that might be a paragraph. It might be 10 pages. But read until you learn something. Then put the book down and go and apply it.
1: Now, that's really funny. So I was listening to Richard Maidley of Richard and Judy. They run the bookstore. They run the book club for WH Smiths. And he said, you know when people say to you, it takes a bit of time to get into the book, but once you're into the book, it's good. If it takes him more than four pages to get into a book, he doesn't use the book anymore. He says, I can't waste 100 pages to find out. He said, because I've got too much stuff to do. Yep. So he was being interviewed on Five Live, and he went, anything that says it's going to take time to get into it, I don't. And it's nearly the reverse here, because if you can't get a nugget quickly, because it's all about the author, or it's all about what we've done, you need to stop. Yep. And if they want to email us, I'll send you a book list of, of books that I've read that are phenomenal, and you know I've got I don't know, 700 books here. I'll tell you my top 10. So if anyone wants them, email either Neil or myself, and we'll let you know.
0: And I'll see you next week. And maybe, just, just very quickly, maybe that's something we should think about doing is like our recommended reads or something because, you know, both of us read a lot of books. We've both read lots of books. Maybe we should make that a feature at some point. I don't know. If you listen and you think that's a good idea, then, you know, ping us a message on Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn or, you know, email us or whatever and let us know if you want to know more about our book recommendations. Um, and as always, if you got value from this episode, leave us a review and all that good stuff. And we will see you next week. Your best, yeah. Cool. Bye-bye.